0: Destinations Beyond Expectations is powered by Group Experience. Visit groupexperience.com to learn how to build your travel tribe. Hello and welcome to DBE. I'm your host, Stevie G, and you are listening to the podcast designed for students of travel. Whether you're listening on a streaming site like Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or you're catching the show at the official home of the DBE podcast, groupexperience.com, I really appreciate you joining me for this episode. Make sure to visit Destinations Beyond Expectations at dbetravel.com to find some fun blogs, a link to join the DBE Patreon community, and so much more. Remember, you can find Destinations Beyond Expectations on Facebook and Instagram. And please, if you know somebody who loves the world of travel, tell them about the DBE podcast. For today's show, we're highlighting a city that has history great places to eat, and is home to one of the most well-known universities in the United States. You might find yourself in Ann Arbor to see a University of Michigan football game at the Big House, but there is so much more to discover in this town. Today I'm joined by Maggie from the Two Sisters Abroad travel blog. Maggie is a travel enthusiast who's been to all sorts of amazing destinations across the map, but she also happens to be a student at the University of Michigan and has some great insight on places to check out around Ann Arbor. Make sure to check out the Two Sisters Abroad blog and give Two Sisters Abroad a follow on Instagram, but I can't wait to learn more about places to see around Ann Arbor, Michigan. So here's my chat with Maggie. All right, Maggie, welcome to Destinations Beyond Expectations. Thanks for taking some time to chat with me about travel.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk about Ann Arbor.
0: So you are currently a student at the University of Michigan, which is of course located in the town of Ann Arbor. If you had to give a general overview to someone, how would you describe the city of Ann Arbor, Michigan?
1: Definitely. So Ann Arbor is a small city in southeastern Michigan. It's about 45 minutes to an hour west of Detroit. And it definitely has more of like an East Coast vibe or feel than other parts of the Midwest. You know, there's art fairs, farmers markets, cafes, running trails, so much more. And while the university really is a large part of the city and culture of the city, there are many restaurants and bars and parks that are removed from that college scene.
0: Yeah, it definitely does seem like there's a lot beyond the university, but let's start with uh, the University of Michigan. It's such an important part of the city, um, and sports is a big thing. What is it like at a Michigan football or basketball game?
1: Yeah, definitely. So the first time I walked into the big house, which is Michigan's football stadium, I was absolutely speechless. It's actually the biggest football stadium in the country, and that includes NFL stadiums. So you can really imagine just sitting in a crowd of over 110,000 fans watching classic American college football, it's simply surreal. That's the best way to describe it. And our hype video before our home games is narrated by James Earl Jones, who's a Michigan alum. So when watching and listening to this video, you really do get wrapped up in this shared love and true enthusiasm for Michigan football and what we do here.
0: And basketball too, right? Kind of the same thing. Yeah. The games the games have gotta be pretty fun.
1: Definitely. Just standing with all of your friends in the student section, it's a crazy experience. And I'm so glad that I go to a school where we are this passionate about our college sports teams.
0: So the University of Michigan campus also looks just so beautiful and you recommend people stop by and check it out if they're visiting Ann Arbor. Tell me a little bit about the campus and what are a few spots that you'd recommend people stop by and see for themselves?
1: Definitely. I'm so in love with our campus. I have been since I toured about five years ago now and when visiting Ann Arbor absolutely do not miss out on walking around campus especially through the Law Quad. And if you're able to, the Law Library as well. It really feels like out of an old Hogwarts movie, how beautiful it is with all of the lights and the trees and the stonework. And close by to that is also the Ross School of Business, which has a very different vibe. It's very modern buildings and facilities, but it's cool to walk through because you see students working in groups, studying, grabbing coffee. And lastly, make sure to visit the Diag, which is the center of campus at Michigan. That's where you'll find um, the infamous Block M. And as a tradition, students do not step on this M, or legend has it you're going to fail your first Blue Book exam. So you see students swerve around it all the time.
0: That's very interesting. And you kind of touched on a a little bit there, but is it like an older style campus, or the building's a little bit older, or is it more modern? Kind of tell us about that a little bit.
1: There's a lot of diversity of architecture at the University of Michigan. Um, some of the buildings date back to when it was founded, some are only a few years old. We're constantly doing renovations to make buildings more modern and have the technology necessary to keep us as cutting edge as we are. But when we do have those historic buildings like in the Quad, like the Michigan Union, when those are restored, the authenticity is kept and made sure that that's a focal point.
0: In your blog, you talk about the docks being a great place to visit during the summer months. Um, tell me more about this area, the docks, and what are some fun things that you can do or see there?
1: So I love Ann Arbor in the summer. I've spent two out of my four summers in Ann Arbor, and it's absolutely beautiful and such a fun time. And we like to go down to Michigan's rowing docks and hang out and uh, and swim and play cards and read. Uh, people also love to go tubing down the Huron River. I highly recommend it; it's very fun. But make sure the water is deep enough because you will run into some rocks.
0: Now, this might sound like a a dumb question, but when are the summer months in Michigan? Like, when are the when's the time that you can actually go and experience the like swimming and in, in the water and stuff like that?
1: Um, it's hard because Michigan has long winters, but towards the end of April, sometimes it's still snowing, but definitely when you get into May, June, July, and August, that's when it's really warm here.
0: So I love how your blog talks about some of the best places to eat around town. And let's go through some of those places that you recommend. Um, Starting with breakfast slash brunch, you mentioned Angelos and the Jagged Fork. Tell me about each of these places and why they made your list. For
1: sure, so Angelo's is an Ann Arbor classic. It is a family owned and operated diner and they have the best brunch after a night out. And if you stop by, make sure to ask about their story and their history and how they ended up in Ann Arbor and also take home a delicious loaf of homemade raisin bread, it's the best. But my recommendation, my ultimate recommendation is the Eggs Benedict. And then the Jagged Fork, has locations around michigan in a few places i believe and one of them is in Ann arbor and they have every kind of pancake waffle french toast that you can think of it's red velvet s'mores strawberry shortcake everything um and they also have a great variety of savory dishes so good to go there if you have people that have different tastes
0: so our breakfast brunch is covered um now on to lunch or dinner you recommend zingerman's and aventura what can you find at these two restaurants
1: yeah, while you're in Ann Arbor, getting a Zingerman's sandwich for lunch is an absolute must. Zingerman's is a famous deli and market, and they, they sell specialty foods, cheeses, wines, bread, coffee, everything. It's really cool to shop in the store as well, but what you really go for is the sandwiches. Get a Zingerman's Reuben, it might be my favorite food in the whole world, you won't regret it. As for Aventura, it's my favorite dinner restaurant in Ann Arbor, hands down and whenever someone visits me or there's a special occasion, I make a reservation. Um, They're a Spanish dining experience with tapas or small plates, paella, and delicious cocktails. It's absolutely perfect. Um, The restaurant is gorgeous as well with dried flowers and exposed brick, and I cannot recommend it enough.
0: And of course, we can't forget about dessert. You name drop Le Bon Macaron and Blank Slate Creamery. Uh, Tell me about these two places.
1: Yes, these are two of my favorites. Um, Le Bon makes delicious macaroons and they're perfect to give as a gift on a birthday or to treat yourself after a really bad exam. And in the summer, Blake Slate Creamery has the best homemade ice cream that you'll find around here. And they feature special flavors throughout the season that are limited edition. So there's always something you need to try.
0: Very cool. Your blog also mentions a couple hotels um, in Ann Arbor that would make great overnight stays. The first hotel you mentioned is the Graduate Hotel. Now, I've never heard of Graduate hotels, but they look really cool. Tell me a little bit about the Graduate Hotel brand and some of the amenities at the Graduate Hotel in Ann Arbor.
1: So the Graduate brand has hotels in college towns across the country, and they're styled as kind of boutique hotels customized to each college and to each college town. So in Ann Arbor, there's chalkboard walls, Michigan's iconic maize and blue colors, and a grab-and-go cafe in the lobby. The location is near campus and downtown, so it's perfect for visiting a student or a campus tour. And they also have a restaurant and bar right inside the hotel.
0: And you also list the Bell Tower Hotel as another great accommodation for someone to consider. Talk about the location of the Bell Tower Hotel and some of the other reasons it would make an excellent stay for somebody visiting Ann Arbor
1: the bell tower is an older more traditional hotel i'd say and it's also typically more affordable Um, prices can get really high in ann arbor around game days especially Um, it's on campus and has a really good breakfast actually included with your stay there's actually very few hotels within walking distance of campus so this is a great option and there are several hotels in the surrounding area but you have to drive in
0: So we've covered hotels, we've covered Michigan sports, we've Mm -hmm. covered things to do, and we've covered food. Um, Maggie, before you go, I wanna learn a little bit more about you and your sister's travel blog, which is of course called Two Sisters Abroad. How did you guys come up with this idea? And tell us more about your website, twosistersabroad.com.
1: My sister Kate and I, we absolutely love traveling, and we wanted to be able to document our travels and memories and also share our itineraries, tips and advice with others. Um, We've always had people, family and friends asking for trip advice, and we wanted a place to share everything. Um, We also really wanted to inspire other young people to travel and show them that there are ways to make traveling more affordable and sustainable, even if you're in college or working a full-time job. And we really love traveling and just wanna help others have great amazing memorable trips to whether it's a weekend road trip on the east coast or a month long European adventure
0: it's a very cool blog and listeners definitely make sure to pop over to twosistersabroad.com if someone wants to stay up to date with two sisters abroad on social media where can they go
1: We'd love to connect and share our travels. Follow us at Two Sisters Abroad on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And as you mentioned, our blog for more guides like this at twosistersabroad.com.
0: Awesome. And I do have one final question uh, before we end the podcast today. Destinations Beyond Expectations is the podcast designed for students of travel. So Maggie, I want to ask you, are you somebody who considers yourself to be a student of travel And if so, let me know a lesson that you've learned along your travel journeys.
1: Definitely. I definitely do. My sister and I both started this blog when we were students, college students. And I find that you can learn so many things about yourself and about the world through traveling and experiencing other cultures, other languages. And one thing that I really learned is to always be down for the adventure. We, My sister and I typically like to plan our itineraries, but we always build in time to just go explore, just go walk, talk to people, try cool food. Um, just really soak it all in while you're there because that's when you find the most unexpected, best memories.
0: I absolutely love it. I love, love that lesson. Uh, Maggie, thank you so much for taking the time to join me uh, for an interview to talk about ann arbor i had a blast learning about it and um yeah it was so much fun thank you so much
1: thank you so much i had a great time
0: a big dbe thank you to maggie for joining the show today be sure to follow two sisters abroad on instagram at two sisters abroad and you'll definitely want to read more destination guides and travel tips on their website twosistersabroad.com Destinations Beyond Expectations is available on all audio platforms and you can find the show at groupexperience.com. Learn how to build your travel tribe with group experience. That's all I've got for the show today. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to share the podcast with your travel friends. Have a great day and I will talk to you soon.